0: Presented by the United States Sentencing Commission, this is Sentencing Practice Talk, a regular podcast for federal sentencing practitioners covering topics of interest. Here are your hosts, Ebisee Beyisa and Krista Rubin.
1: So Ebisee, you know, we've been talking about how the courts are using this categorical approach to determine if a prior conviction meets a specific definition, okay? I think we need to spend some time talking about what those definitions are. And I th- we're going to focus our attention to the terms crime of violence yep. and violent felonies because that's where the majority of the analysis happens. That's true. It isn't to say that for the other categories involving controlled substance offenses or serious drug crimes, the categorical approach is used there also. Yes. But the majority of the analysis really falls under whether something is a crime of violence or a violent felony.
2: I think that's right. I think that's where all I think that's where there's more confusion. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, And a lot more case law even on this, because I think this is where people are litigating the most. Um, Okay, well, let's start with uh, the term violent felony, right? Where's that? Well, it's in the statute for the armed career criminal. Okay. So uh,
1: we had mentioned that before that, you know, this, if someone is an armed career criminal, a mandatory minimum of 15 years applies. Right. And so that's where we see violent felony. That is under the ACA statute. But when we talk about the guidelines, though,
2: we have a different term and that is crime of violence. And I think it's really confusing because I think a lot of times we use them interchangeably. I know I always default to crime of violence even though I'm talking about ACA. Right. And it's even more confusing because at one point the definitions were pretty much identical. Right. And then in about 2015, 2016, they sort of split off because of certain Supreme Court cases. But I, I say all this to say that though people use them interchangeably, it is really important to remember These are different definitions.
1: Exactly. And, but they also share some commonalities too. And so I think what we should start off by saying is that each of these definitions has two parts. Yes. And so the first part of the definition, we tend to refer to as the force clause. Yep. And this force clause is the same... For crime of violence and violent
2: felony. That's right. And so what does the force clause say? So the force clause basically says that a crime of violence, right, it must have as an element, uh, see that word comes up again, yep. must have as an element the use, attempted use, or threatened use of physical force against the person of another. Okay. okay. Element. Force, right? And it has to be force against a person. Right. And so
1: this definition is the same, as we said, for violent felony and crimes of violence. Right. Both of these definitions have a second part to them. Yep. And this second part um, we refer to as the enumerated clause, basically. And so generally what that means is each of these definitions has a list. It contains a list of offenses that would qualify as either a crime of violence or violent felony, but they're different.
2: They are different. We have different enumerated offenses. I mean, I think to start with violent felony, right, under the statute, the enumerated offenses are burglary, arson, extortion, involves the use of explosives, or some other kinds of very serious firearms offenses. Right. right. So that's it. I think most of the action in violent felonies is about burglary, maybe arson. Right, right. That's
1: right. But let's compare that now to the definition of crime of violence under the guidelines and the enumerated offenses, the list we have for
2: career offenders, for example. So our list, as you can see if you uh, uh, open up the guidelines, is much more expansive, has many more offenses listed, right? We've got murder, manslaughter, kidnapping, aggravated assault, forcible sex offense, robbery, arson, extortion, involves the use of explosives. There's one big thing missing in that definition, Burglary. Burglary is gone from the guidelines. Right. Right. And I think that's what makes it confusing is people are saying, well, I have a burglary. And you always have to ask them, well, what are you trying to use this burglary for? It can't be a predicate for career offender anymore. right. right. Because we took it out of our enumerated list. That's exactly right. All the more reason to really like when you're doing a comparison, you know, make sure you flip open to the section of the guideline that defines crime of violence, right? 4B 1.2. It's really important. Right. Because you've got you to gotta make sure you're looking at the right list. That's right. So, all right. These definitions, two parts.
1: Right. Force clause and the list of offenses, the right. enumerated
2: offenses. Now what? All right. So I'm a big believer in, you know, if you're going to do a comparison, you actually have to put them up and compare, right? So if, for example, we are trying to compare a particular burglary statute to see if it meets the burglary under violent felony, what you're trying to do is figure out, all right, is it a match? Is the burglary that this defendant has been convicted prior, right? That prior conviction, does that burglary conviction meet this burglary that's listed in ACCA? Right.
1: That's right. And as we've been saying, where we have to start is with the statute of conviction. Right. So that's our first step. Get the statute of conviction. Print it out. Print it out. Get your definition. Print that out. Print it out. And now we can start conducting our analysis.
2: So we're going to move on. Yep. And we're going to spend a little bit of time talking about we're going to do the next episode on how to do the comparison for the force clause, right, right which is the same. And then we're going to spend the, other, the episode after that talking about how to do the categorical approach for enumerated offenses. Great.
0: This wraps up our episode of Sentencing Practice Talk, today brought to you by the United States Sentencing Commission. Thanks so much for listening, and be sure to check back often for new topics. Sentencing Practice Talk, a regular podcast on federal sentencing issues. Please be advised that information provided by the Commission staff is offered to assist in understanding and applying the sentencing guidelines. The information does not necessarily represent the official position of the Commission, should not be considered definitive, and is not binding upon the Commission, the Court, or the parties in any case.